I V M. Hello, one. Hello, all. Welcome to the diary of the traveling professor. And I'm Sadhat Deshmukh, your friendly neighborhood traveling professor himself. What do I have in this diary entry of mine? Well, I call it the return of the office meeting. Woo! Well, if you aren't scared, you should be. Well, if you're normal, that is. Most of us are actually particularly petrified of office meetings. We don't know how to handle them. During this lockdown period, we've had them being converted to Zoom, which has given us a bit of a respite, because. you know all the talk about how zoom makes you more nervous because you can look at yourself in the camera and the rest of it is true but it's still nowhere as stressful as much as an office meeting is you know the one that you have in office when your boss is staring at you and your colleagues are staring at you and you know your your emotions are involved and you're supposed to look smart your body language has to be on point and the rest of it and in reality not on a camera guys so the whole deal is office meetings are stressful and there are so many jokes around it you know if you see uh, dilbert's comic strip like dilbert land is full of office meeting bullshit now the whole deal is i've been part of many bad meetings they happen everywhere guys they happen in industry they happen in academia they happen in startups so why do bad meetings happen why do bad meetings happen because the the question that people try to solve is how can we make a meeting good and then you have all of these wonderful pieces of advice let's have stand up meetings let's have meetings with agendas and the rest of it and while they're all good I still believe that unless and until we ask ourselves why do bad meetings happen we won't be able to avoid them. So here's the professor's deep take on why bad meetings happen. Hold on to your horses. The first is let's ask ourselves who are the people who actually enjoy meetings? Who are the ones who and their bosses, right? They're the people who are in control. They are the ones in power. But are they really The fact is the moment you start becoming a boss what tends to happen is that you're given more and more responsibility that's actually not in your hands you're totally completely dependent on your team and the more you rise up the monkey chain the lesser power you have but the more responsibility you have meetings therefore give any person in a place of power and you might be one you might be one in some situation or the other every one of us has been in a situation of power or a boss or something like that this gives us the meeting that is an illusion of control and this illusion of control is incredibly important because it allows us to feel yeah i'm in charge here everything's going hunky dory and the rest of it nobody else is feeling that way and everybody else perhaps might be thinking it's a waste of time and that is one of the main reasons why bad meetings happen it is the illusion of control that the person in charge wants to actually experience here's the second reason why bad meetings happen it's when you are not in power but want to belong you want to participate you want to earn brownie points so therefore what's tending to happen is that your competitive spirit and your spirit of wanting to draw right along with your boss okay i will not get into you know other adjectives over here but you know what i mean 
the fact is all of us have wanted to participate have wanted to belong and have wanted to impress people in a meeting all of us are human the fact also remains that it is exactly the reason why meetings go off agenda at times go off on tangents and everyone's wondering what is going on over here and why am i sitting over here listening to this fool rant on well if you've been one of those fools you need to remember wanting to belong participate and trying to earn brownie points or trying to remain competitive one of the main reasons why bad meetings happen and the third reason and which is most common especially in a time when probably you are moving from one meeting to the other all the time is that you're just not prepared you're not prepared and you feel drained you feel drained moving from one meeting to the other and you're just absolutely unprepared so you're not really bound up on the homework that you're supposed to do before the meeting is happening this actually reminds me you know what funnily enough it reminds me of how people how students my students everybody students do not read case studies before they come into my class so what do i do in my class what i do is that i actually donate 10 to 15 minutes of my class time and get everyone to read the case study because to be honest that's all it takes to read the dratted case study and then everyone has a much more nuanced and fruitful discussion so that donation of my time my class time my precious class time to uh, everyone reading a case study is actually very worth it in fact if i move back to meeting mode and think about what amazon has done i've heard that amazon actually ensures that people read up a document in silence after gathering around around the meeting table or whatever the hell it is at amazon i've been there i've just heard i've just heard but it's a good idea nonetheless you're reading a document in silence before you start the meeting now i think if this is actually practiced probably leads to very 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 good results because people are going to utilize their brains their prefrontal cortices if that's such a word and actually be able to contribute in a much better sort of situation but let me ask you have you ever ever been to a good meeting you know have you ever been to a good meeting not feeling drained but actually feeling excited excited about the future and then you will have to really rack your brains isn't it you'll have to rack your brains and try to figure out when was the last time i actually felt this way and then you'll actually put a date on it and then you'll remember the people who were in the room and then you'll remember what happened and then it ha- it will be so memorable so why do we have you know such a few number of these memorable encounters why can't we have more of them paradoxically enough if you reduce the amount of meetings that you have in terms of the frequency of meetings or in terms of the time taken for each meeting you might end up actually having more memorable meetings more meetings that you'll remember that energized you when you walked out of the room which reminded you of the reason why you are belonging to that workplace which reminded you of what a good team you have and the rest of it so paradoxically my suggestion to all of you guys and something that i live by myself is the best way to have a good meeting is to have very 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 few of them and to make sure that the meetings that you go to really count 
Well, I hope you like this diary entry of mine. I know it's about a little bit about office politics and the rest of it. And I do get all serious on LinkedIn where you can follow me as the traveling professor. But if you want to have a funny side of it, then there's Instagram, of course. I'm the traveling professor there. What else? Yeah. And also, if you want to have a conversation uh, or join in the conversation rather with me and some industry experts, I'm there doing something called Tell Me About It, which is a YouTube channel. I hope that you like podcasts like these because if you like them there's many more on ivmpodcast.com or just download the app until next time then bye